This is your host, Dr. Mansima Shabazz. Hello, beautiful women, and happy Friday. I'm so grateful to be here again with you. My goal this week is to share some personal thoughts with you in this episode. I have, in almost every episode, underscored the importance of having a spiritual practice. And I feel it is pertinent to share a personal journey, an initiation I experienced, because it showcases how your world could open up when you are tapped fully into the spiritual intelligence that is available to us and let it guide you in everything that you do. My goodness, you be in for a real treat. And I share this with you because I think as you get to know me more, you understand why I say certain things in my podcast and in my reflections and on my reflection platform as well. And I'll include the links in the box so you can check it out yourself. Thank you. Now, the title of this episode is Breathe. And I'll share the reasons at the end. In chapter six of my autobiography titled New Beginnings, I feel interestingly that I am back at the stage again with new and wonderful things happening in my life. And yes, we all go through many cycles of growth. And so I want to share an initiation that I experienced, and I've had several, many I should say. And with time, I'll continue sharing and bringing you along. Now, one, one of the things I tell my clients often is that I never tell them to do something that I haven't tried myself, right? So um, here we go. I have had many experiences from visions to dreams and altered states of consciousness that opened doors for me to witness an infinite pool of wisdom in the universe, to know that I am part of that pool of wisdom has been the greatest gift. An experience after a meditation class one evening left me exhilarated. That night in my dreams, I left my body and traveled with three companions, two females and a male into cosmic space. As we traveled, the two females were on each side of me and the male flew above me. I felt secure and protected. We came to a place where there was some activity and suddenly a magnificent being arrived. He was introduced to me as Archangel Gabriel. He welcomed me and gave my guides information as to where to take me. He assured me that I would see him again before my journey back home. During that tour, I saw different structures within the universe and they were beyond beautiful. 
there were gardens with the most gorgeous flowers being cared for by angels. There was music that made every cell in my body float with joy. Before my journey back home, the two ladies, whom I believe were my guides and healers, told me to hold my right hand to the energy and vibration which was around me and touch my back whenever I was in distress. Now, I had had back surgery and I was in excruciating pain, so that really was very helpful. Those direct instructions helped with my physical healing. This was just one of many astral exposures. I start my day with an affirmation. Thy will be done, God, not mine. In me and through me, show me what I must do this day and let me be a channel of your blessings to all. This affirmation allowed me to surrender all my needs and desires, which made it easier for me to just be. I could not worry about the things that were out of my control. I also perform another ritual, which is meant to express confidence in the angelic protection it invokes. This invocation is part of the banishing ritual, a preliminary to Kabbalistic ritual work. When I did my first research on Kabbalistic rituals, I came across information that left me humbled, joyfully tearful, quiet, reflective, and awed. The banishing ritual, which was recited in Latin originally, was meant to create and stimulate one's psychic abilities. The visualization techniques involved creating the etheric likeness of four archangels, Raphael, Michael, Gabriel, and Uriel. There are several more steps, like the visualization of the six-pointer star above the head, which, is, which are aspirations of the lower self towards the higher. I never pondered my journey into the universe and meeting Archangel Gabriel, but the visit could not be accidental either. During my readings, I came across a text in Conway's Magic and Occult Primer. He wrote, turning to the east again, he focuses his attention on the tree of life, for he is ready to move from Makuf, the sphere of earth, to Yesot, which is the silver gateway to the astral. Yesod is the sphere of the moon, and the name of Gabriel will be the one he gives on approaching the Asian who guard the gate. This find not only confirmed my experience in the astral world, I also recognized with astonishment that I was introduced into this experience 
long before I was aware of the astral plane, journeying, rituals, and vision. I received further confirmation of this interaction with Archangel Gabriel in another dream. In that dream, I was getting married and I was given a statement to read. It said that Archangel Gabriel would always be close by to protect me. As I hurried through the ceremony, I saw the Archangel in a form of light, but could still make out his features. What this meant to me was that I had been exposed deeply into the spiritual and transpersonal spheres as an initiation to what was to come. The path was clearly outlined for me and new doors opened as I became willing to advance. There were difficulties that I encountered on the path of individual growth and development. Personal growth came with its own pleasures and difficulties. Each step forward into unfamiliar territory had its dangers. The dangers often involve dealing with separation from familiar things, even old habits and behaviors that can be experienced as a kind of death and rebirth, loneliness and fear. Separation also required me to give up an easier routine for a more demanding, responsible, and seemingly difficult life. It often took time to get used to a new spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical disciplines. Also, developing faith was not an easy process because I learned it did not emanate from spiritual practice alone, but from the depth of one's soul. It took time and devotion to develop. And it is what opened the door to high level revelations. Learning to surrender to a supernatural source was also a big adjustment. That discovery and my relationship with destiny, whatever it may be, brought forth images and desires from my soul. It was inspiring sometimes to state with such certainty that I knew what I had to do to be fully engaged on my spiritual journey. I also understood what it meant to hold my thoughts and passions in the outer world while finding interior ways to nourish my soul. That was simple, really, because that assurance came from within and was established and intensified with continued spiritual commitment and practice. My practices included meditation, aura cleansing, massage, aromatherapies, and outdoor activities. Each practice enhanced the peace and joy I experienced daily and heightened my ability to create 
some balance in my life. When I was out of sorts, worried and fearful, I knew I had lost the balance between my conscious and unconscious. Inner work comprising prayers, meditations, dream work, ritual and imagination or visualization helped me to restate that balance. Through these practices, I drew on inner strength and resources to resolve inaccurate perceptions and challenges. The alignment of thoughts, emotions, and actions heightened my awareness and gave me the chance to tap into the higher parts of myself. Ultimately, I was able to live with enthusiasm and experience the purpose of my journey. Because my heart was opened, I could appraise my knowledge and wisdom. Between the balancing of my feelings, thoughts, awareness, strength and wisdom, I could see the universe as it truly was. I was exposed to a level of learning that was impressive. I felt that way because I came across information and theories that explained some of my own personal encounters. It was difficult oftentimes to explain or share some of the transpersonal exposures, especially with others who might not have had the same frame of reference. But it was extremely consoling and awe-inspiring to read a text or come across information that substantiated my experience. I also learned firsthand that when I led, knelt down to pray, I could not only offer the ailing parts of me for healing. I have done that all my life and being specific on the portions I invited spirit to touch was self-serving. It never worked. Offering my heart to spirit began my soul's journey and brought healing into all aspects of my life. Whatever healing I was searching for took a new form, shape, and attitude each time I surrendered. The same transition period brought me experience of the depth and compassion of the human heart because a lot of friends and family cooked, grocery shopped, and offered many other things without my needing to ask. It was during those times and expressions of empathy that I knew the universe knew my name, Mensima. I knew that it mattered to others that I was here. I learned about my own misconceptions about healing and from where they really came. I recognized the anger I expressed towards everything held me back from feeding my passions. My desire to fight was one of the reasons I stayed alive. My fears, especially in my dreams, were an illusion that separated me from inner truth. 
they fueled my desire to retreat. My sadness and depression pushed me towards change. And my joys, even in the darkest of times, expressed my desire to live. Then my perceptions shifted and the constellation of my experiences, qualities, and values brought a joy of living a richer life for my community and for myself. That is the part of the reading that I wanted to share with you. That a spiritual journey opens up ways for you to bring together all the experiences you have and understand them. I'm closing this conversation by saying that I feel so blessed with the many exposures and initiations that allows me to tap into this universe and different realms. I'll keep sharing more and more as time goes on. Now I want to share an insight. Please close your eyes. Take a deep breath and release gently. And make this exercise simple. Your mantra. Breathe. Do that often during the course of the day. No matter what is going on in your life, find a moment when you can just breathe and see how much more peace you experience and how much more resilient you become and how much more aware you are. Come to terms with where you are right now. Accept what is first and foremost. Then you can begin making changes if you so desire, calmly, steadily, consciously. The question I have for you is, can you accept what is right now? Supposing you are given all that you desire in an instant, but you were told you will not open your eyes again, would you accept it? Could you accept it? You see, there is a gift in the challenges we may be going through. It fosters our growth and transformation. It gives us something to work at, to expand to. And from personal experience, I can assure you how exhilarating life looks and feels when you come to an end of a transformational journey. So just breathe. Let your unseen friends and guides lead you to the fountain of peace and abundance and health and joy. Whatever it is that your soul desires. Breathe, my friends, and remain a woman of power and grace.
please join our subscription channels, YouTube, Patreon, and share the messages so that we begin to harness the energies of the goddess in and around us all the time. Yes, be a woman of power and grace. Many, many, many blessings and much love. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you.